0: Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Spurts, we owe your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Motter. And since it's Friday, we've got all this college football. We're doing the three-man weave today. Producer Dan joins us in just a beautiful shirt. What on earth is that? This is the uh,
1: MLS... This was their pride top. So they do a, a pride top every year. This is the Atlanta United one. It's the same one for every club. So you can get one in a Philadelphia Union. And the best part about the Philadelphia Union one, Noobs, is their, their shirt sponsor is Bimbo. So you can get a shirt that just says Bimbo on it. So why not? Uh, uh, Tiago Almada, who plays for Atlanta United, is on the Argentine World Cup roster. He will be the first MLS player to ever par- uh, be on a World Cup final roster. So that's kind of let you know my affiliation and what I'm pulling for on Sunday, but we'll get to that later. We will I'm, to that cheer- later. I'm
2: cheering for good times had by all but the goalies. Yeah. Obviously. So, no, it's uh, it's Friday. There is a bowl game starting
0: right, right now. now.
2: Now, literally right now. I entered, I did mm-hmm. enter that bowl pick em thing that uh, someone put together. So that'll give me something. Yeah. I have something to cheer I'll just be for. Just
0: random clicking. Yeah. Well, oh, no, that, by that's by what way, I'm going to do. So. <clears throat>
2: I might just roll a die and then see how the die does. I've I've done that in Vegas. I had a coin that was hot as shit for one day for <laughs> some buddies of us. But, no, we will uh, – yes, Kittle, congratulations, Noops, on picking a first touchdown score. That dug me out and of my timer. hole from betting on the Seahawks. The Seahawks were super rough. wasn't ah. actually that entertaining of a game. I ended up – I hadn't watched Sunday's Yellowstone yet. And the wife wanted to watch that, so I didn't actually catch the fourth quarter. I watched. Uh, man, it was a tearjerker. No spoilers, in case you're not caught up. But, the football ooh. game? No, uh, Kevin Costner kind of got to me in that one. Like he hasn't made he somebody that. cry like that since uh, Cal Ripken Jr.
1: I mean, I know, but I know I you I took digress. it in the, the pants on the Seahawks and the under and the over, Andy, but no reason to cry. Let me ask you this real quick before we move on to to, to stuff that we're going to bet now, because this came up in a chat. So Brock Purdy at BetMGM is down to plus 1,000 for Offensive Rookie of the Year. If their last three games they play the the commies in a really advantageous schedule spot, they play them on Saturday. Uh, The commies play Sunday night football, so they have a home game against a team that's traveling across the country. They have the funniest travel spot of the year, which is Vegas on New Year's Day, and then they end at home against uh, Colt McCoy and the Cardinals. If they went out, is he live to win it, or is that just people trying to talk themselves into a narrative that's not going to happen? I don't
2: think it's enough games. I think he's live to get some votes, but man, it's, it's, I've never seen, and it's, it's a weird situation. It's a little unprecedented, I guess, having someone come in this late in the season and play well. Also, coming in this late in the season on a good team. Yeah. Usually the rookies who get playing time play for the Falcons or the Jets or, you know, like these teams that have had high draft picks. Over the last few years, so it's it's a little weird seeing a rookie quarterback come in for a legitimate contender. So I don't know, maybe it is live. I'm certainly not grabbing it at ten to one, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's you never know with the voters.
1: Yeah, i just curious. Like it's the, you, it, I think it's kind of spinning a narrative too. Um, although I mean, Garrett Wilson's the favorite, and he's now going to be having uh, the milf hunter throwing to him this weekend. So who knows?
2: Yeah, we need we need just a big, big like an Alave, and that's the thing. Alave goes for one twenty and a touchdown. All of a sudden, he might wake up the favorite on Monday. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's gonna come down to it. It's been a, it's been a unique year with these awards, but I think it's gonna be fun. So, uh, what sports do you want to bet on first?
1: I put NBA first on the list today because I didn't know I was gonna be doing the World Cup
0: bet. So I put NBA on the list first, Noobs. <laughs> Let's jump into it then. A bunch of games tonight. Well, maybe not a bunch. What, are, what do we have? I think it's just about ten games tonight. Oh, I got it right. Ten games tonight. Um, I am avoiding betting uh, the Hawks game tonight, Dan. Apologies for you know not giving it up there. Actually, want to bet against the Hawks finally? Yeah, so it kind of breaks the curse a little bit. Yeah, um, we are on a for-
2: streak against the Hawks.
0: Yeah, we're trying we we'll get that Atlanta money back, come hell or high water. Um, three picks for me tonight, a favorite and a couple underdogs, one big underdog. Um, but first up, the um, game will be at 7.30 tonight. The Brooklyn Nets visit the Toronto Raptors here. The Raptors really start to pick up again, some more key injuries, no pressure to Chua, who they've been out with for a little while, but also no OG Ananobi, which is really important for this matchup. The defense that he brings is really important against Durant, against Kyrie Irving and some of these shooters that the Nets have. The Nets have also done very well um, against... Against the raptors as you start to look at some of the past i know historical matchups aren't really the most indicative thing but uh, you look at the way this game sets up the nets can slow down the raptors at the same time uh, you know the raptors are good against this nets offense but uh, the It's really tough for Toronto to keep up scoring-wise. I had the Nets closer to four, almost five-point favorites, so anything minus two or better looks good. Again, just really like the matchup for Brooklyn, and it's a good spot, too, again, given some of the injuries, even though Toronto has been great at home this year. The Orlando Magic, plus 13 points. Um... Forgot to double-check. I think this is the highest spread of the year. If not, it's pretty stinking close. There might have been a 14 out there. Um, It's down to 12 and a half now. Anything, honestly, 10 or higher, I was happy to play with this Magic team. Uh, Robert Williams is back. The Time Lord has returned, which is going to be good for the Celtics team long-term. But it can be really tough for teams trying to integrate a player in that first game. And at the same time this number looks really big anyway. I think if this, you know, Robert Williams is even 80% of what he was, and he kind of fits in flawlessly here to a Boston team that does really need some help. at big man, I still struggle to see why this is double digits. Magic have been really solid again now that they have at least a couple guards. They're through kind of that cycle with that cluster injury. Paulo Banquero gets better every single night. That really opens up things for Franz Wagner. Really excited to see what this Magic team can do when Wendell Carter Jr. gets back, but Really like the magic here. Again, would bet this, honestly, any double-digit number, I had this at eight. And then the Portland Trail Blazers, a team that I've been honestly going against a little bit here, but starting to play some better basketball and goes against an overvalued Dallas Mavericks team. The Mavericks have really struggled in the last couple games, did get a win or two against some better teams about a week ago, but Luka not playing his best. I'm still not sure if he's 100% healthy and they're missing Maxi Kleba. It's hard to think of him as a really important player. And it's one of the toughest things to do when handicapping the NBA, not only figure out the value of, say, a popular player, which even the best of data analysts could struggle to do do these little smaller players how how they kind of matter and look at what cleaver allows this dallas team to do not only defensively but also offensively you know kind of with his ability to play against big men defensively and still um kind of play like a smaller player on the offensive end is really key here i think we're gonna get some value betting against the mavericks here for the next week or so until things adjust i had this closer to two so blazers plus four better magic honestly plus double digits in any way shape or form and then Nets minus two are better
2: uh nets. All that right, is the so
0: theme of the, the deep dive DJ Discord for what it's worth.
2: The Nets?
1: No, the Magic.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Now that everybody has like magic <laughs> to win the Southeast at a million to one. I I, I place it in two different books because they you should not letting it. you bet you very much it. on that. <laughs> Gotta get it. Gotta get it. All right.
0: Magic Pelicans exact finals. Here's
2: a couple worse than the other. Oh my god. And yeah, I will be cheering strongly. Uh while it was sad to watch the Seahawks lose and improve the playoff chances of the one pride hashtag Lions. Yeah. So the roar may be restored. Honestly, if we can it'll be funny if we can get the Lions and the Jaguars in the playoffs at all. Because be amazing. if they were to meet in the Super Bowl, <laughs> I will just I will win a hundred thousand dollars from <throat> a twenty five dollar bet. So Anything is possible Expert Vegas party
0: on Andy. Oh
2: my god, yeah. Like that's money that you have to spend near your mortgage. You don't put it in the college fund. That is you put that on uh, blackjack tables, you put it, you put <laughs> it up your nose, you put it you drink it. I'm just kidding, don't do coke, guys.
0: <laughs> but oh, you don't so have to worry about, about how
2: much cocaine costs. I thought you just like I, to
0: use uh, dollars and tissues, it, no? Wasn't
2: talking about snooze. But uh, no, you you do spend that kind of money irresponsibly. Uh, speaking of heading out west, we'll be handing to San Luis Obispo. I'm not, I'm never sure how to quite say this, but yeah. Weber State. Weber State, not a good team, but they're getting a little bit, not quite enough uh, respect in the market here against another another team. I don't, uh, I don't rank very highly too. I made this one. A lot closer to a pick. What, what did I have? I had something written down about my Weber State. Gardner-Webb, that's not the right one. <laughs> Weber State is a whole different place out in the Big West. It has been a decent um, a decent team. Now I'm, looking, now I'm looking at Cal Poly. Cal Poly Slow used to be one of the worst teams. I'm not sure what's happened out there. They're getting some respect. But Weber State has been getting to the line, even as a bad team. They've been good at limiting teams on the offensive boards, which is not a strength of Cal Poly. So looking for Cal Poly to not get a bunch of extra possessions as one of the worst offensive rebounding, one of the worst front courts as far as a few things, and looking for a close game tonight. And I'm guessing, I don't ever look at this. I'm not sure if this ever would should play into a handicap. Maybe sometimes if it were – this game starts at, like, 6 a.m. local time because it's in Australia. But um, I'm guessing this game is at, like, goddamn 10 o'clock, and I won't find out if I win this until tomorrow. Because even though it's Friday, I'm old. I don't stay up that late. So guessing you have time to bet the Weaver State game if you wanted to get involved. I'm sure this starts in, like, 10 hours, guys.
1: 10 p.m. Eastern.
2: Jeez. Oh, 10 yeah. Eastern. That's only 9. nine yeah. 10. So you might
1: still be awake by the time it ends. You might be able to go to bed and just check it. And
0: hey, you've got to be falling asleep on the couch, drink in hand. I think by then
2: I may, I may bet them first half,
0: just just
2: so I can have a bet that I can settle (laughs) up. But and yes, Paxton Weber is only covered once this year. They're starting to get to the low end. Well, just when a team does not cover and does not cover they start to be downgraded by the market i think they're getting a little over downgraded towards the bottom end of their market all right what's up next
1: so we're gonna do college football i have some tweets i have some tweets for reference for the college football stuff because i'm gonna read you some stats and i want people to be able to see them so you can just kind of listen to this but so basically the idea here is if you're gonna bet bowl games uh if you're gonna bet on the bowl games if you like an underdog bet the money line and if you like a favorite Bet the alt spreads. So since 2008, 36% of the bowls were won outright by the dog. So uh, 71.6% of underdogs who have covered have also won outright. So again, if you're going to bet them, if you're going to bet an underdog, sprinkle some money line. Now, on the flip side, over the last 10 years, favorites have won 49.2% of their bowl games. However, of those favorites, 128 of them covered by the uh, covered. Uh, sorry, 128 of them that covered beat the closing spread by at least seven points. So 70% nice. of the favorites that won bowl games over the past 10 years covered by a, an astronomical number. So if you like a favorite, play some alts. If you like underdogs, sp- sprinkle some money lines. That's just some overarching bowl game thoughts. And I'm actually doing none of that for my bets. <laughs> yeah. um, because so the first one, this is I, I the, the, We're early not pleasing this? On,
0: what'd you say? We're not doing a pleaser. No pleasers. Um, <laughs> there must <laughs> be hey, a, just even a pleaser a now. Game, man. The word pleaser triggers Andy, by the way. Just say pleaser
1: and he's betting already. <laughs> One of these is not a ball game. I'll get to it. We have our first game underway. I don't know what happened. Miami was driving and now suddenly. Uh, uh, UAB has the ball. Miami's wearing uh, pirate logos on their jerseys and not uh, as a tribute to Mike Leach, which might have factored in my handicap. But the second game today is one of the best bowl games of the entire season. This is the only bowl game that features two conference champions playing against each other. Now, if Georgia and Michigan win the semifinal, they will play. That will be the second one. But as of now, the Conference USA champions, UTSA, are playing the Sun Belt champions, Troy, in the Cure Bowl in Orlando today. This one's a total toss-up. If this even gets out to three, maybe I would play Troy. But Frank Harris for UTSA is one of the most exciting and fun players in the country. This is these Both of these teams have two losses. Troy lost to Ole Miss and then on a uh, Hail Mary to App State. Uh, UTSA lost in overtime to Houston and then they lost to Texas, a game. They were tied at halftime. These are two really, really good teams. I actually like, if you want to watch an actual decent college football game, watch this. I'm going to roll with UTSA. The second one, this is not a bowl game. This is an FCS semifinal game. This is tonight at 7 PM. North Dakota state is hosting incarnate word incarnate word scores a million points per game, but they play an up-tempo air raid kind of style. And well, every time it feels like a team like that plays North Dakota state, the bison just grind them down to a fine pace. So I'm I'm fine laying the nine and a half there. Tomorrow, the Las Vegas Bowl. Florida is taking on Oregon State. And here's the thing. I know I'm taking the team total over for Oregon State here. Uh, they're like a 10.5 point favorite because Florida's starting quarterback entered the transfer portal, and then their backup quarterback got arrested for possession of child pornography. So they are on their third string quarterback. I don't know how motivated Florida is. That said, talent across the board, it's a pretty big talent discrepancy in favor of Florida. So this is the kind of game where I think Oregon State's going to score a lot of points, and either it's going to be like 35-28 or 35-10 kind of game. Florida's defense is really, really mediocre. I don't know how much they're going to care. They've got a lot of talent compared to Oregon State. So maybe that's how they keep it close. Uh so I'm going to roll though with the Oregon State team total over 31 and a half. And then I have to bet this offshore because I'm not allowed to bet Yukon football in the state of Connecticut. But UConn in a bowl game, nobody expected it whatsoever there.
2: Unless they were in the college football playoff.
1: Nope. Not not even allowed it's to do not that. A couldn't bet you in the NCAA tournament last year. Like they re- they reneged on that that uh rule last year. It was the dumbest thing in the world. Uh they're playing Marshall in the Myrtle Beach Bowl on Monday. Uh man. UConn should not be in a bowl game. Like it's unbelievable that Jim Mora got that team bowl eligible this year. Marshall's defense is legit. One of the best defenses in the country. They're like first in every EPA per play metric on defense. They of course have the win over Notre Dame. Their offense also kind of stinks and UConn's defense is bad, but not like atrociously like leaky can't stop anything bad. So I'm going to play a little of the under 41 in this game. This could be like a 21, nine 21, 10 kind of game. So, uh, I don't hate playing Yukon plus the 10 and a half in that game but I just think it's gonna be a hard game for anybody to score because Marshall's defense is that good
2: I'm just writing that down for my bull pick
1: <laughs> there you go
2: <laughs> so I have some I have some moves that actually have uh, some I don't know some logic behind them that'd be nice um hopefully I, I do have, I have some time this afternoon I'm almost close I'm very, I'm almost close I'm very close to having um, my college basketball thing completely updated and married in with two years of data. So I think I might have a shitload of college basketball bets tomorrow. As That's soon good. as, like, this afternoon. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about a big Saturday of betting 10 games and just stressing while I'm – also my in-laws are coming. so
1: Are they Super definitely str- – I mean, I know we were discussing yeah. the weather – might 50
2: it, it was 50 50 yesterday. Now they honestly all they have to do is get to the interstate. The interstate's are gonna be clean, yeah. But getting to the interstate from like you know, out in Crawdad Holler or wherever they live is it's tricky because those roads are not even there's like minimum maintenance roads out there. So if they can get there, they're gonna eat my lamb chops. If they can't get here, I'm gonna eat all the lamb chops, and I don't no. give a shit. I might just forego sides. And just only eat lamb chops and eat an entire rack of lamb myself. Why but not? before we get into there's college and there's pro football tomorrow. If you want to go over some of those breakdowns, we did them all in the deep dive last night, excuse me, two nights ago. Two nights ago. But uh college, no college there's college football. World cup. There's yeah. also the third place match tomorrow. Alex, is it's a the third weekend. place is the third place match stupid?
0: Um, it's more soccer, so no
2: i think that's the only reasoning it is it is more soccer so no I mean, it's but, dumb man
1: it has <laughs> yeah. to feel so it bad it doesn't matter honest. it does not matter at all even third i mean for well that's, like three. that's the thing is like you know for morocco it really does kind of matter they're also extremely banged up right now like yeah. they i mean they, yes they're already like the best they've already finished better than any african team ever at a world cup but to finish in top 3 and like you do get a medal you do get medals for first, second, and third place at the World Cup. Uh, it's great. They're going to be like the—I uh, don't know if you've ever seen the meme of like the guy celebrating. He like spray—it's sh- a, a cartoon. Yeah, you know, he like spray champagne. He kisses the woman, and they show him, and he won third place. Like that's going to be Morocco if they win that game tomorrow. I, I think that's uh, a very realistic possibility. I do have a bet on that game and the final, though. Um, I know Andy's on the over in the uh, f- the third place game, and it's if it's almost too easy. Crowley- if Croatia is going to score in this game, which I think they will, like this is a send off game for Luka Modric, who, like, if, if he didn't play in the era of Messi and Ronaldo, would be like on the short list of players considered the best players in his era. He is he's a, Andy like,
2: Murray.
1: He is. He's Andy. It's a great, I mean, he's very much he is, is Andy yeah. Murray. He's the Andy Murray of this generation. I think they're going to play for him. I think they're going to do everything they can to send him off on a high note. And he's a big reason why they are good and do what they do. So, I mean, at plus money to score or assist. At plus 125, I kind of like that look. And then in the final, my heart says Argentina, and I can't just bet that because, like, that's not betting with your head. That's betting with your heart. I'm really pulling for them. Lionel Messi is my favorite player of all time, so I really want him to walk out with the the win. I mean, France, this French team is the 10th youngest team at this World Cup. I mean, they're going to lose Giroud and Griezmann after this cup, but, like, they – are going to come to the U.S. in four years and have a chance to maybe win a third in a row if they went on Sunday. So it's going to be a great game. But I started doing some digging when I saw something about uh, the referee in this game, uh, Shimon Marchanac, who is a uh, Polish referee. He gives up uh, 0.44 penalties per match that he's officiated in his career. He's officiated 550 matches across all competitions, all leagues. This is in Poland. This is in Europe. This is in the World Cup, all these competitions. And uh, he calls 0.44 penalties per match. I compared him to the other referees yeah, I was who have
2: – Give us some reference on yeah. it, how high so, that
1: is. So he – excuse me. he. I compared him to all of the other referees who refereed in the knockout stage – Uh, at the world cup and the rest of the uefa referees at the tournament because there's some crossover with international tournaments there only one other uh referee gives up 0.4 penalties per game it's a guy from el salvador who's refereed 98 games in his career after that it's 0.35 and then you're not really going to find referees who give up more than like 0.3 penalties per game this guy gives out a lot of penalties per game uh he has he's refereed both of these teams in this tournament so far did not give award a penalty to either of them however four years ago he awarded argentina a penalty against iceland in the group stage and Lionel messi had that penalty saved so this is just kind of one of those like silly things that i was doing way too much research on and i'm backing at plus 240 if you're gonna give me plus money on it uh i'm terrified that Lionel messi is gonna get a penalty and not score it because that's kind of been the one weakness of his career his penalties converted rate is lower. Well, oh, you just
2: need penalty times. to be awarded.
1: Yeah, exactly. But no, yeah, I yeah. want them to win. Like I want them to win. And I'm yeah. like worried that Messi's gonna in his last game. He's already said it's his last game. They're trying to win this tournament for him. Like Lionel Messi missing a penalty and Argentina losing is like the tragic outcome of this, which kind of feels like it's gonna happen because well, and, I'm rooting for them to win.
2: And you have at plus two forty that's implying like 30%. There's yeah. a 30% chance. Whereas you have a referee who's called him almost 45% of the time that he's raft. And you have a shitload of really good attackers Mm -hmm. that love to take the ball through traffic in the box. And Jason, what is a penalty a PK? Yes, a penalty kick. That means a, a penalty kick is awarded during the, it would have to be awarded in the 90. You couldn't have a penalty. I'm assuming this wouldn't be during extra time, yeah, and obviously during penalties that doesn't count. Yes, it, if the, the game old game Polish penalty, ref angle. Look
1: at it's through, yeah. It's the through Marshall ninety Marshall. minutes. Yes, Aaron, the old Polish ref angle. Shimon How many Marshall.
2: referees does it take to call a penalty? That felt. That felt bad. I have some and, Polish friends
1: yeah i'm i'm my my fiance's half polish so i mean like i'm i'm I'm, i root for them in the international tournaments as well uh also shout out ismail elfoth the uh, american referee at the world cup he is the fourth official in this game on so he's the guy who gets to hold up the board to tell you how much extra time there is and uh
2: america is in the world cup final
1: we're in the world cup final baby
2: as the fourth referee
1: as the fourth i mean look that's as close as before That's probably as close as we're ever going to get to it until we win the world cup in four years. That's okay. Okay.
2: All right. Well, let's send them off into the weekend. Honestly, you guys don't, I, you can spend time with your family next weekend when it's Christmas. We're talking third place match, bowl games, three standalone NFL games, a full slate of college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, and Lord knows there's Kabibi on, so check it all out. Kadibi, I don't
1: remember Kabaddi we're We're getting close to the Kabaddi playoff. I think we're actually going to yeah. be in the Kabaddi playoffs. It's, for Those of you who don't know what that is, I don't either, but it was on I was jonesing for morning sports the other day, and it was the only thing on ESPN Plus, and Dan I mentioned
2: no it. and I'm like, yeah, I clicked at it too. The other day. No, I don't understand. It's, I don't understand cricket. I'm not gonna understand Kabaddi. So <laughs> for, for me and noops and producer Dan and everybody here, we wish you the best of you and yours. Um as these holidays are upon us. Good luck in all things gambling, life, love, and lust, honestly. It's that time of year too. Get in there. you know, it's cold out, get under the blankets of somebody you love, hold their hand.
0: take that before Dan cut me off. Sorry we don't have a picture of that big cane hooking you off the stage. Yeah.
2: What are they playing music? I just love...